0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sidelines. I think we're on episode three.
1: Already, can you believe it? We are back. We are better than ever. We took off some time for the holidays, but we're back, ready to serve up all the tea, all the gossip, all the things that you guys need to know as you're going into dating, first dates. Maybe you've been dating for a while, but we're going to give you all of the inside scoop what to wear, what to talk about, what not to talk about. So let's just dive right in.
0: Just thinking about the fact that when this comes out, it's probably going to be not around any holiday and everyone's going to be like, what, what holiday?
1: Well, you know, we've been working on this for a lot longer than you guys think. So um, yeah, it was, it was the holidays when we were making episode three. So just know that lots of dedication went into this. But uh, as I'm sure is no surprise to anybody, Corey and I have been on a fair share of uh, first dates. Uh, a few, a few fond ones, a few terrors. As I'm sure they've already started to hear from some of these <laughs> our stories that may or may not be ours. But um, I mean, let's get into maybe one of the worst ones for you first date hit me with it and then uh we can talk about and dissect it we'll see how we could have uh, improved
0: so my okay i have two number one rules when going on a first date the very first rule is never ever let anyone pick you up and know where you live um don't get in the car with the stranger uh you know even if he is trying to do the whole uh, gentleman thing and pick you up on the first date you you've seen Dateline. Don't do it. Don't get in the car. Um, number we've two, we've almost been on Dateline. <laughs> that's that's a story for another day. That's a long story. There
1: it is. There it is. Number two.
0: Number two is never go to dinner on the first date. Um, pick something low key that you can escape from. Coffee drinks, smoothies. You know something very Appetizer. low key
1: happy hour perfect thing if you're if you're in your 20s just say hey you want to meet for happy hour commit to a plate of nachos and one margarita and call it a day
0: because so i i never really liked eating on a first date anyways cuz you want to like be able to talk freely and i don't know i don't want to be stuffing my face and trying to have a conversation um, especially cause I'm not shy and I'm, I'm going to eat the nachos or I'm going to eat the chimichanga on the first date and you can suck it. Um, but I had a really horrible first date experience. I allowed a guy to pick me up first of all, which I broke my own rule. I was like, he was really insistent about it. He was like, no, like, let me come pick you up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay like he seems nice and um he comes and picks me up he barely says a word to me the whole drive to the restaurant we go to one of my favorite Mexican food restaurants La Casina um (laughs) Elaine has La Casina stories to the OG (laughs) um and uh yeah it's just really awkward so far and I'm like this is so weird like we were vibing so much when we were talking leading up to this and um Elena has some tips about that as well like talk not just texting people that she put me on to but um anyways I digress we, will get uh, we get to the restaurant uh sit down this man is immediately rude to our waiter our waiter like makes a joke and I'm a regular here and I know the waiters and the waiter makes a joke and he rolls his eyes and I'm just like Uh no. First of all, like red flag, never be mean to the wait staff. And two, that's my homie. You just rolled your eyes at who gives me like free margaritas? Like, don't you dare be rude to him.
1: Free margaritas. Let's talk about the (laughs) fact that he was giving us Cadillac margaritas with like three times the tequila.
0: Yeah, he he hooked it up for us, right? So I'm like, um, sir, like I need you to back off here. Like, don't be rude to my friend and um we get our food we are eating and barely anything is being said there was very long portions of silence i'm actively trying to engage in conversation and i'm just getting "Mm, yeah mm -hmm, okay like responses and i'm like oh my god and i'm like like what happened yeah and then i'm starting to feel almost like self-conscious because i'm like what is he? Does he think I'm like ugly? And he didn't like. I don't know. Right. right. You red know. Flag,
1: red flag. You're like, what is what is going through his mind? Why has the mood and the vibe completely changed? What happened? You know. And I get it, hundred percent. You start overthinking. So then, what happened?
0: So, I I was literally considering like calling an Uber to go home at this point. Um, but we finish eating, and he's like, no, no, like let me take you home. Blah blah blah, and I'm like. All right, like i guess so we get to my house and literally like we pull up and he goes okay bye and i was just like okay
1: nice. <laughs> you and cannot like, be rude to her even if you had a bad first date let's say the vibe's not there i get it things are never going to always consistently 100 percent of the time be mutual you're gonna have a vibe with someone or you're not and that's fine but don't be rude. Have human decency. Just be like, hey, it was really great meeting you. Have a good night. That's it. It really doesn't take much to be polite. But again, you, you guys have to know that whether it's a guy or a girl you're going on these dates with, they're putting themselves out there. So when you treat people this way, it's obviously going to put a bad precedence in their mind. And then more than likely, you guys are causing more damage than good in the long run.
0: And you know, the wildest part in all of this is this man texted me like nothing ever happened and was like, oh, when do you want to go out again? And I was like, what? And I was like, that was a freaking horrible out. date. <laughs> I was like, and you like said, okay, bye. Yeah, like when you put like, up at I my house. Again. I was like, please, please delete my number and I'm blocking you. Yeah. Okay, bye.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I get it. I mean... Uh that's exactly why I've been doing, well, you know, back when when we were in the uh, prime of the dating life, I would say I kind of, like Corey touched on, I kind of started this thing and she started it as well where I refused to go out with somebody. If you weren't going to call me, if you weren't going to FaceTime me before we were going to meet, no thanks. I have no desire to meet up with you because... There should be some sort of a pursuit. There should be some sort of intentions. And if they're not putting that first and foremost out for you, then clearly it's not going to go anywhere. Don't waste your time. Don't, you know, think that you're going to go on this date and have a, a wonderful time. If you guys can't even get along on the phone, it's never going to work. Um, so that was one of the things that I really tried to to implement, and uh, I I really judged on. However, as far as horror stories, Corey knows, and this is a whole nother topic that we can dive into on first dates. I went on a date out here in Arizona, and uh, while in Arizona, I had matched with this guy. seemed like a nice guy, um, and we were gonna meet for drinks again. Corey and I are very much the same in the sense of it needs to be something short to the kind of to the point. We don't really want to waste time. Um, You know, if you don't know in the first half hour, if you want to be around this person again, it's probably a sign. And so we met up for drinks. And when I tell you guys that this man rolls in in jeans, a work shirt, we're talking neon. We're talking fluorescent yellow construction which is fine. Okay. I don't care what you do for work, but you're going on a date. Okay. This is going to be all about what you're wearing. This entire segment right now, you show up in your Hey Dudes and you didn't even have like the manners, the thought to check your teeth for dip. You guys stop. Do a quick smile check in the car. Do something. Do not show up to me and say, hey, it's so nice to meet you. And I have icy dip all up and down those teeth. Ew, you guys. I had told Corey immediately. She was like, no way. Yes, showed up as if he had just like stuck a chew in his mouth and just chewed that sucker up like gum. hubba bubba would it right out. And I was I was just appalled because as... As a girl, you take that time, you take that hour to do your hair, do your makeup, put on lashes and all these things, and you show up like that, you guys, knock it off. That's not okay. I mean, what mm-hmm. else have you seen, Corey, on a first date? I mean, date?
0: you got to do the boogie check and you got to do the teeth check. Like, you just the need to. The check.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I cannot tell you how many times. Or if they if they have, like, a little bit of a mustache and then they, like, kind of rub their nose all of a sudden you see like a dangler you guys and then you're like on a first date what are you supposed to say hey chad hope you don't mind and then you start brushing your face and he's thinking like oh this girl's got a gnarly mustache like no it's it's a nightmare um i mean what else what else have you had guys wear on first dates
0: so i was thinking about like on a serious note also being careful where you're meeting on a first date because I had here in well it was in Dallas Texas I don't live in Dallas anymore but um I matched with this guy and he was traveling for work and he was like oh my work is putting me up at this really nice hotel um you should come meet me at the pool for drinks like there's a bar at the pool and I think you're remembering the story.
1: I'm remembering this all—it's <laughs> all coming back to me.
0: I'm yeah, remembering no, this. I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "That sounds super fun." Blah blah blah. And I didn't really think a lot of it. Like, that doesn't sound that weird in theory. But um, I go to meet up with him at this pool, and the way he made it sound like there was a literal bar at the pool—you could buy drinks there.
1: Yeah, like a pool, I, like
0: almost like a, a cafe at the at the pool, like a pool bar. Yeah. And I did like I brought my swimsuit. It's in the middle of summer. It's Texas. It's hot as shit. Um, and we it's in the evening. I get there, the par the bar at the pool is closed, and he has like beers with him that he had like brought from his hotel room. And I'm like, okay, like awesome. first uncomfortable moment here. And then he was very, like, abrasive kind of the whole time and, like, was like, oh, why are you being so shy? Anytime a guy starts saying that to you, freaking run. Run away.
1: He's immediately, that is not, that's straight, like, I'm going to slip something in your drink vibes. Like, if he's saying you're being so shy or, oh, does this make you nervous? It should make you nervous.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, like, there's never been a time a man has said that and has good intentions. Ever. And I immediately was starting to, like, be like, "Mm, like, I don't love that right now. But I don't know why I stayed. Like, sometimes I feel like we feel too polite and we feel, like, guilty leaving or whatever. Um, But we were still hanging out. And then I ended up making up some excuse to leave because he was making me really uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, well... Let me, like, walk with you. And I'm like, great. So I really don't want that either. But he follows me out. And he's like, oh, are you going to come up to my room with me? And I'm like, absolutely not. And I was like, why on earth would you have that impression? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, you're a tease, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, like, I literally have been telling you. I literally told him point blank you were making me uncomfortable. Like, you need to back up. I don't know you. And, uh, yeah, he got really aggressive with me. And I got kind of scared for a minute that he was going to follow me all the way to my car. And I had to, like, like kind of ditch him almost. I was like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. And, like, just kind of slipped out and, like, ran to my car. But it was a scary experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's something, too. Like, if you are starting to get bad vibes, it's usually for a reason. Trust your gut instinct and leave. I mean, and the other thing is... um with this entire situation. I think it was around that time that Corey and I both started doing this where we have, and I get it, people are weird about sharing locations. I get that, but have somebody you trust, your sister, your mom, your best friend. Uh, Corey knows where I am at all times. I know where Corey is at all times. Back when we were dating, it was a matter of precaution um, where I would know when she was going on a date And I would just make sure that I knew where she was going and she would send me a text that she got home and that she was safe. If I didn't hear from her, I could check her location. I knew where she was. And that's just a a matter of, unfortunately, being a a female in this day and age, you have to take those precautions in order to make sure that you're being safe and that, you know, these guys that think that they can kind of do the same thing that happened to Corey – that you're not putting yourself in a situation that you can't get out of, you know? Um, she could have easily said, oh, well, my friend um, is actually coming over to my house and I see your location, whatever. That's a telltale sign. If, lie till you die. <laughs> lie till you die.
0: Yeah. And that's, I feel like anyone, someone should have your location. Like, I don't care if you're a man, a woman. Um, someone needs to have your location. Someone should know where you're at, especially when you're, you know, meeting an unknown person. Cause you never know who that unknown person is or what their intentions are.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There's shady women out there too. <laughs> There's some girls out there that I'm sure are not being, uh, nearly as truthful and as honest as, as guys want to admit and, you know, have one of your boys or whatever, have somebody know where you are because one it's for safety and two, it's an, It's the way you're going to (laughs) escape. If you need that, hey, this is going bad, send the text, let them know. I mean, I'm pretty sure last episode we dove into, maybe it was the episode before, how Corey and I met up on that one date because we intentionally were both like, this is not going well. Corey knew where I was. I know where she is. And we together, collectively, can set it up where we meet up and then we're no longer alone. So whatever these guys had in mind, their intentions are no longer going to happen. And and that's the thing too. And I think going off of what happened to you too, when you're going on a first date, you guys can never assume that the other person is going to be ready physically at the same level as you are. Not everybody's gonna be that type of person. There's some people I know that are just like a quick kiss good night, and that is it. That is their first date. There are some people that don't even kiss on the first date, but you can never go into it with the assumption of, Oh yeah, baby, come back to my hotel room. No. That's number one, inappropriate. Number two, red flag.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the best policy is just being really upfront with people sometimes. Like, you can get the vibe that, you know, they're expecting something or um, they're like, oh, they're trying to do something at their home. Uh, generally, that's a sign. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, you know, I'm looking to date. I'm not looking to rush into anything. I'm not looking for, you know, a fling, a one-night stand. If that's not something you're looking for, I don't think this is going to work out, you know? Exactly. Um, If that's what
1: they're looking for, then let them. But if that's not what you want, be upfront and honest. I agree with you 100%. I think
0: that's a
1: great thing, too, that you said about the house. Um, Seeing as, like, I, for one, can guarantee, and Cory knows many a stories, where I would have guys say, well, why don't I just come over to your place? Because I have my place. You know, and I'm, I'm by myself, right? They were like, oh, well, I'll just come over to your place. We'll watch a movie. First of all, excuse me, sir, you will not be coming to my home, let alone coming inside my home, let alone thinking that you're going to be doing any sort of freaky deaky in my home, in my bed that I pay for. No, sir. You will be taking me out on a date, like a proper date, because that is not what this is about. You know, that's the other thing. Um, Corey knows for a fact I've had many a, a moocher, we'll call them, <laughs> a uh, a leech. <laughs> you know, and and that's the uh, same thing. I'm sure it happens to guys who have their own apartments and whatever. where these girls are like, I'm gonna move in after date three. You know, no, don't don't let these people come over to your place the first time. Make them work for you. <laughs> like, you are worth the chase, and it should not be, ladies. I'm sure Corey and I are gonna get backlash for this comment, but. It shouldn't be one-sided. I get it. We all want a guy that's going to chase after us. But, like, you got to be doing a little bit of it, too. You got to be giving him that same attention and pursuit. Because if you're not giving him, you know, if he's texting you and you want those quick replies, if you're taking 3, 6, 12 hours, he's not going to keep replying to you, sis. Because guess what? You're not giving him any sort of praise um, on his behavior and his actions. So if he feels he's going unnoticed, he's not going to continue. So, you know, make somebody work for you regardless of who it is that you're dating.
0: Everyone is so obsessed, I would say especially women, with the idea of having a high-value partner, but if you're not going to be a high-value partner as well, what are you expecting or attracting? What are you bringing to the table? So Absolutely. Um Thinking about that, anytime you're going into dating, are you even in the position to be doing that in the first place? Like, um, if you don't have your own life, right, stop bringing other people into your mess.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, and that's the other thing I've seen um, where guys or girls will want the sugar daddy, the sugar mama, and they don't even have their own place you live with your your mom or you live with your friends in the basement of their parents' house, you guys, you need to know that you have to date at an equal level. If you want somebody who has their shit together, has a career, has a home, has all these things where they're ready to settle down, you, just like Corey said, you need to be in that same place. You need to have that same type of mentality, mindset. And if you don't, you're not going to attract that. Because I'm telling you right now, if you don't have something equal to um, bring, you're not going to have a healthy relationship because it will always feel like one person is taking from the other um, because they aren't equal.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I had a whole train of thought that just kind of left the building right now. But... um... (laughs) typical we're
1: not even in the same building we're not even in the same (laughs) city while we record these and we can't even keep our chains of thought so but i get it i mean i i think that's a really good point um making sure that you have somebody that's going to appreciate you and what you bring to the table as opposed to somebody who's going to see what they can take off the table yeah
0: i mean where that all stemmed from is I was just talking to a, um, male friend who decided to try dating and Elena's going to start laughing, um, (laughs) for the first time in a long time. And Mm -hmm. he was a little taken aback by a, like the quality of women that were, um, interested in him and b like how many women were just looking for like a, a caretaker they were like um you know i want someone to take care of me and pay my bills and blah 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 and he was just like what like when has that become the norm
1: yeah oh. we we'll call him alpha male uh we'll call him either that it's either that or he's going to be called the numeric because he goes in numerical order but
0: He's Either definitely way, gonna like watch this and then call me angry, but that, that's fine. We're fine.
1: I mean, it's not even bad though, because here's the thing he's so not the type that's gonna be like, let me pay your bills, baby girl. You don't have to work. It's, I mean, yeah, she, she might as well be on the podcast at some point too. He's never going to be that type of guy. He's not that type of person. And I know many of you guys, they're not just gonna be like, okay, date two, here's my black card. That's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, but again, I mean, it was an interesting experience for him, that's for sure. And the type of women, what would you say he was shocked by? Just that they were mainly wanting him to take care of them or?
0: Yeah, kind of like how, I guess entitled would be the right word. A lot of them were to feel like I'm entitled to your money and your time and your attention. and I am not bringing anything to the table like I have three baby daddies and work at Starbucks so yeah
1: <laughs> that is not of equal uh value to this person that we know and and again like I get it everybody wants somebody that's gonna take care of them everybody wants companionship However. When you're dating, you have to go into it knowing that that other person, whether it be a guy, whether it be a girl, whoever, whether it's your first date or your third, they do not owe you anything at Mm -hmm. all. They owe you nothing. They, you know, if you do not have a ring on your hand and their last name, they owe you nothing. What is theirs is theirs and what is yours is yours. (laughs) Like, and and I think that a lot of girls, and Corey and I have seen it many a times on Instagram. Shout out to the people back home. But you start behaving like a wifey. And how many of those girls, Corey, do we know that don't even have a ring? And you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They they don't work. Yeah. They don't have to work. But they don't have a ring. They don't have kids. So don't t- don't stay at home moms, don't come for me. So I don't know what they're doing, but I just, I don't understand that entire concept of thinking that way, that men are supposed to take care of you to that level. Like you need to have a little bit of independence, a little bit of self-sufficiency, especially if you want somebody who's gonna be a strong, you know, um, self-sufficient, independent provider and a partner. If you're not bringing that, I I mean, for me, and I'm sure for Corey too, uh, that's not attractive to me.
0: Yeah. Dating is a partnership. And I think you need to go into it with that mindset. When you start dating, you're looking for your equal, someone you're building with, Mm -hmm. and you just got to, you know, have that mindset going in to begin with.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, when you're going into dating with the mindset of i'm better than everyone let's talk about that a little bit because i've seen that as well and uh i will even admit i was once that person i was like oh well if he doesn't see my worth then whatever if he wanted to he would like unfortunately that just comes across as um you are i mean what is the word you want to use for this you're coming across with this very narcissistic behavior unfortunately i guess there's really no other way to put it and when you're putting that out um you're going to attract that like we've already said and i'm sure Mm -hmm. down the line here we'll go into a full episode on what it's like to be with a narcissist and recovering from being with a narcissist you know signs to look for and things like that but i'm telling you right now on my end I've never once been with a person who has any sort of trait of narcissistic um, personality disorder that remotely ever goes anywhere well. Um, usually, they cause a lot of trauma to their partner, um, so it's it's not a very healthy experience. I mean, Corey, what do you think on that one?
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, I think there's just this idea that your partner's going to chase you and put in all this effort immediately. And um, I don't think that's fair to think that way. And I think you're going to end up alone for a long period of time if you're thinking that way, because the reality is like, you're dating at that point, you're barely seeing each other. You're not in a relationship. They don't owe you anything like you were saying. And yeah. I think you sometimes just need to be a little more humble. It's totally fine to know, you know, what those important things are to you that you absolutely need in a partner. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to differentiate between being so picky that no one's good enough and figuring out like what your must haves in a person are.
1: Right, right. And there's, you know, the one thing I've always heard and, and, you know, said to me was every jar has a lid. Right, so nobody's perfect. We all know that. However, it's a matter of you have to look at this person and think, can I deal with that for the rest of my life? And that's the honest. That's the honest way you have to look at things. You know, um, for me, um, I'm sure, I'm sure my boyfriend's gonna love this. He drives me nuts with his snoring, like nuts. Like, have I thought about like, mm, could I put a pillow over him? Yes. Do I? No. But that's his that's the lid i'm telling you right now it's oh my god it's terrible But any of you listening love you (laughs) but again there's certain things where you're like you know i'm gonna deal with this um sometimes there's people um who have kids He's one of them that wasn't a big deal breaker for me for other people it might be and that's 100 they're right um, You have to be understanding of that. For me, I am somebody who's been divorced when I was dating. That was a deal breaker for some people. They were like, well, I don't want to be your second husband, you know, and, and all those things. And that's fine. But I had to learn, like Corey said, a little bit of humility that other people are entitled to their own opinion. If they want that for themselves, then they will pursue it. If they don't, you have to understand that you're not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, God, I'm going to make myself sound like the most L.A. person ever right now, but my therapist told me um, to make this list, and it was a um, a needs, a wants, and a hell no list. And this was actually, like, probably the only useful thing I got out of therapy, to be honest, but... Um, Tequila you... took care of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the late nights at La Casina solve the rest of the mystery there. But anyways, um, you know, you make this columned list and under the needs, what do you absolutely need to have in a partner? That's your deal breakers. If they can't do this thing, don't do this thing. You couldn't be with them. Like, for example, you absolutely want, need children. That would be in that column. You have your wants. You'd be like, I would like someone who likes to do outdoor things with me and go camping But if they don't, like I have friends to do that with too, and that's fine. Um, And then you have your hell no column, which is the, what are your absolute deal breakers? If they do this, it's game over for you. You cannot be with them. You know, are they a liar? Are they a cheater? Um, You know, are they going to make you feel like you're going to be buried in the hills in a hole somewhere? No one's going to find you for three years
1: do they take out a life insurance policy on you when you're only in your twenties? And it's like a six figure number. Like, I don't know For you guys, I don't half
0: know a million dollars,
1: half a million. That's with an M you guys. And Corey, you were how old? It's 21. Ah, oh, the ripe 21. And uh, Corey has no uh, health issues. So if you're wondering like, Oh wow. Maybe she's, maybe she's ill. No, y'all she's fine. She's, she is thriving. So if you see anything like that, you know, that should be under the, um, hell, hell no, call the police possibly. Um, but yeah, any, anything like that. I mean, something else I would put in that category too would be somebody. Um, and again, this is just from our experience, but for me, especially, I really have a hard time with people, men who lose their temper very quickly. That's a huge red flag for me. And that's something that I. I can't deal with. There's girls that are like, oh yeah, like I'll, you know, go tit for tat with you, whatever. Like, you know, he wants to come at me sideways, I'll come at him sideways. Me being a tourist, you'd think I'd be ready to fight. I am a weak little bitch. But you know, that's uh the those are things where everybody's columns are going to be different, right? Um, but I agree the things that you want, like Corey said, like need, you can't give up on, regardless of if you think, oh, my God, this guy's so hot, whatever. If you're, I want kids. I want to get married. And, you know, whatever his name is, we'll go back to Chad. Chad says, oh, well, I don't want to get married. That Immediately, no. Tell him it's a no-go. Don't entertain it. Be done with it right then and there. Um, and, and that's something that I think is really important. And I would almost encourage everybody who's listening to make a list like this. Make the needs. Make the hell no I will never
0: <laughs> yeah. call them. I mean, that leads right into the, you know, if you think you can change them, you can't. Like, 95% of the time, that person's not going to change their mind. They're not going to change who they are. Um. So if you're like, oh, he says he doesn't want to get married, but he'll change his mind. Girl, no, he won't. Stop. It's going to get worse. <laughs> Yeah, it
1: never gets better, it only gets worse. The more comfortable, the more time he spends, it's gonna get worse. Same thing with her. If she is somebody who doesn't know how to cook, and you're thinking, Oh, once she's my wife, she's gonna cook homeboy, she's never gonna cook you breakfast, she's never gonna pack you lunch. Like, it's not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Like, don't be thinking that you're gonna change somebody else. Like, we're in our 20s you know, we're going into our thirties. These men are not in freaking pampers. That's not, there's nothing you're changing for them. I promise you that.
0: Yeah. I think going into dating, having that kind of the list in mind is helpful. And I think also knowing how you love someone, you know, the famous like love languages quiz um, I think knowing that is really helpful as well, because you need to be able to communicate that with your partner. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to tell me, you know, that I, you care about me, whatever, like you need to be able to communicate what's important to you. Right. Um, cause if you can't do that, you're going to feel like your partner doesn't care about you. Even if they do, they just show it in a different way than what you're expecting,
1: way that people want love languages tends to um, be the way that they give love languages. Um, So for anybody who doesn't know, there's five love languages. Um, There is acts of service. There is quality time. There's physical touch, words of affirmation, and gifts. Gifts, yeah, gift giving or something like that. Mm-hmm. um and you know for me i'm a huge like number 1 words of affirmation huge huge words of affirmation number 2 for me is quality time that being said that's how i give i am a huge person on giving positive words positive praise spending quality time with my partner if you don't communicate that though with your partner for example my partner maybe not maybe i know for a fact his is for sure going to be physical touch and quality time most men tend to have the physical touch in there we all know why however if that's how he's giving me love and that's his way of showing love because that's what he wants in return if i don't communicate to him like hey i need words of affirmation like this is my number one he's never going to know and you know i think that's a a great thing we should touch on too partners who think that you can read each other's minds.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, if you're coming from a really bad relationship, it's likely you guys did not communicate well or in a healthy manner. And then once you come into a relationship you're excited about, you want to pursue, it's very hard to then change those patterns and habits. And it can be really intimidating to have to communicate these things And I think acknowledging that and just being like, okay, like just, you know, being honest with your partner, like this is really hard for me, but I want to communicate this with you because I care about you and I need you to know this. So I know personally, like that was really, really hard for me. I'm not a big feelings person, like talking about feelings hurts me in the soul a little bit, but (laughs) I'm trying like I and I say this every time I'm like you know this is hard for me but you know I'm, I'm saying it I'm trying so yeah. I think that's what counts.
1: Absolutely I mean uh, I've been friends with Corey, close close friends now for can you believe almost five years. <laughs> Whoa <laughs> but it took like a solid year you guys <laughs> for me to get Corey to tell me her feelings and like we are best friends. Now she can tell me and I tell her it's super like open and easy going. But I 100% was the same way. I don't do feelings. I don't like to talk about them. And sometimes it's not even that I don't want to. It's that I don't know how to word it. Because you come from those um, difficult relationships. Whether it be a girl who would shoot you down every time you tried to talk. Or didn't listen to you. Or a guy who would just say that you're crazy every time that you talk so you gotta meet people yeah (laughs) (laughs) gaslighting light that fire um and then pour (laughs) gasoline on it but um you know you have to meet people where they're at so again communicating with somebody and being able to know that certain things that might be easy for you are harder for them
0: you know let, let's talk about something important right now. Because this this just happened to my friend on a first date. Stop trauma dumping people on your first date. Oh, <laughs> yes. Like, why do people do this? It's so bizarre to me.
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me air the dirty laundry. I've had people tell me, you know... um, I had one guy tell me, "Oh, I went on a I went on a date with him. Mind you, you guys, we're in a flipping Olive Garden. Okay, I'm eating a breadstick. That's my concern. <laughs> we're in an Olive Garden, and he tells me that he has kids. This is not the not the the person I'm dating right now, because after I tell you this, you'll be like, ah, I'm knew. But he tells me, you know, he lives with um his kids, obviously, which is fine and expected. But then he says." And I quote, well, my dad lives with me, too. And I'm thinking, oh, his dad must be um, older or have an illness, something he's taking care of his father. I'm thinking, OK, well, that's not a big deal. You guys, it gets worse. He then tells me, you know, because I asked because he says he has kids and this is something where I'm just curious about is i said so how's the relationship with their mom do you know do you guys do 50 50. it's a pretty basic question i'm not asking you why you guys aren't together i'm just saying do you guys share the kids you have them all the time he says she lives with me and she's a stripper why would you tell me that when i'm about to get my third bread basket okay this is too much for me in an olive garden but yeah don't air out all those things those are things where i mean thank god he told me right because i knew not to go out with him again but i've had people who are like oh, this is why i got divorced and this is my life story as somebody who's divorced i do not go around and tell people my life story on why i'm divorced because as corey knows the whole story experienced it with me lived it with me felt it with me she can tell you that's not a fun story to tell, let alone, like, if you're on a first date, I'd be, like, choking. Like, literally, like, I'd get up and leave. I'd be like, I am so sorry. I have nothing to say to you. It's like you go show up to, like, a funeral.
0: <laughs> yeah, all I can think about is that, like, audio where it's like, I took my sister's baby and it lost <laughs> his legs and I'm doing the best I can. But, like, you know, just keep the first date light like there's no need to lie or like be deceptive but at the same time like you that's way too much information like don't drop all that stuff onto people like oh my god it makes me so uncomfortable when that happens and then you're like (laughs) well like why like we don't even know each other that's the thing you don't know each other this is the first date (laughs)
1: <laughs> and he's telling you, oh, and I needed to go fund me. My sister's child, second kid, twice removed, which is losing its second leg. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, yeah, I've uh, I've had many a times like that where you're like, why is this even on discussion? um But yeah, definitely have like appropriate things to ask somebody. So I mean, Corey, what are some things you would say would be like a normal, with air quotes around whatever normal is, but. What would you say are normal
0: topics? Things to ask your date. That's a great question. I think talking about um, like what you do outside of work, like what your passions are is a good one. Cause that's a good way to easily connect with someone, like, oh, you are really into like cooking and fitness, like, oh great, me too. Or You know, you're into reading, me too. What are you reading right now? Um, Connecting on things that you could do together or your hobbies you have. I know some people get really weird about talking about, like, jobs and stuff like that on first dates because of the money topic that's kind of associated with that. Like, men especially. Um, My boyfriend actually didn't tell me what he did on our first date because he makes a lot of money. He makes a lot more money than I do, for sure. And he was really vague about his job on our first date. Like he didn't exactly tell me what he did. And I was just like, okay, like that was kind of a weird comment. But that.
1: then we I'm speculated, gonna... do you remember that? We, we speculated <laughs> yeah. like maybe he's in the CIA, maybe he's in the FBI. Maybe he's like in the witness protection program, all of which none are true. But I yeah. mean, hundred percent, I get it.
0: <laughs> I was literally like, I don't know what that means, but Okay. I respected that I let it go I was like alright if he wants to talk about it he will um, so that's you know just being respectful people don't want to talk about certain things there's probably a reason why and his was you know he's like oh you're a teacher you make like pennies and I'm balling so you're gonna try to like
1: marry me box
0: tops baby <laughs> you know. he's like oh you're probably on like government assistance and I don't want you <laughs> taking my money um, he's like oh you're probably in that charity i donated to yeah he was like oh you peasant you won't even (laughs) let you know what i do for a living
1: he's like good to know i could take her to taco bell for a second date She'll call it classy (laughs)
0: yeah and Um, he he genuinely didn't mean it in a bad way like he's just been taken advantage of in the past because yes you know Same thing
1: we said earlier, meeting people where they're at. What do you bring to the table? And I'm sure there's people that tried to date him that did not bring the same level of what he brings to the table. And yeah, no, I get it. I mean, uh, I think accepting people's answer on questions on a first date is where, you know, they are disclosing what they feel comfortable disclosing to you the first time they meet you. You know, you don't go up to somebody the first time you meet them and say, hey, so um, what's your social security number and what's your net worth? Just curious. You know, how much did you pay for this house while you're standing in their house the first time? You know, these are questions where, like, people are going to tell you what they want to tell you and you need to be okay with that. But I agree with Corey. Asking questions about, like, what do you do for fun? Um, you know, what, um, you know, d- disclosing things about yourself, too, you know? um. I like fishing. Do you enjoy um any sort of outdoorsy sports? Have you ever been fishing? You know, um, for examples, obviously. But those are normal topics. What about family? Um, do you do you have siblings? You know, the basics of things that people usually are more than willing to share and you can tend to get a pretty good feel on. Okay, they come from a big family, they don't have any siblings. I have seven i have you know and so you'll you'll kind of see like what matches and what you think would mesh well together
0: yeah for sure um and you know it's just so important to be intuitive to people's responses to things and see oh they really didn't like that question and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> understand Body language says a yeah, lot for yeah for sure
1: yeah For sure, pay attention to the body language. Um, The other thing I wanna say while we're talking about body language is when you're answering a question to your date, um, make sure that he or she is actually being an active listener and engaging in the conversation with you. Um, Because if they're not, then they're clearly uh, checked out and they really don't care, you're just like another another notch to them. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're not really looking to genuinely get to know you as a person. They're just looking to get things going. Um date you and move on. You're just another stop on the on the train. So um but definitely make sure that you um since you guys are listening to this make sure you guys are being active listeners, paying attention to those things because down the road they're gonna matter. Like I can't tell you and again God I throw myself under the bus already so much on this thing. (laughs) but i cannot tell you how many times i've thought and i was like huh what is my boyfriend's favorite color (laughs) like i sit there and i'm like wow we talked about that so long ago but like again being an active listener and i'm gonna if he's listening i'm gonna say it's blue and if it's not i'll be back on the market next week guys
0: (laughs) my boyfriend's favorite color is black because he's a weirdo
1: at least you know do you know how many times i've been like huh i think it's blue
0: i have the notes i this is all of his favorite things his favorite foods favorite sports teams tell the people cory you're
1: your ingenious plan tell them what you've done because i should probably have done this to be
0: honest with you um i just have like a notes list with his name and as I learn things about him and I've learned things about him since we started dating. I added in here. So I just have this ongoing list of all this stuff. Um I even have a little phrase that him and his brother say to each other that make them laugh. And I say it back to him sometimes. I, I it's not funny when I say it apparently, but <laughs> I try. <laughs> I also have a list of travel destinations we've talked about going, you know, gifts that i want to get him these but... are genius
1: this is genius you guys because then you don't end up like elena and be like i think it's blue you guys i have no idea i should probably know like i mean to make up for it i do know the name of like the cigar brand he likes and it's like padrone or padrain or something like that whatever he's probably gonna be like she doesn't know anything yeah it's it's been a great one year you guys <laughs> i'm uh killing it but yeah, that's a huge like pro tip. Do what Corey did, put it in your notes. I'm pretty sure you can even add notes onto a contact. I'm pretty sure there's a section on the contact where you can literally just write down notes on their contact. Um and it doesn't like show up oh when goodness, yeah, it's on um, yeah, it is. It's right here. Um I know you guys can't see it, but oh, apparently neither can Corey. It's like right here. It says notes. And
0: it's not the on... address.
1: Okay, you know I also can't get lost. (laughs) Um, But that's mainly so. To be fair, the reason I put people's addresses, I even have Corey's in her contact, is because if I'm gonna send her something like surprise from Amazon or whatever, I don't want to mess it up. And you guys don't know, but homegirl over here, she moves so much, I don't even know where I'm sending things half the time. Like I told her, do you remember? No, be honest, you remember the last time I was like, okay, I'm sending you something on Amazon, and I was like, is it still this? And you're like. I haven't lived there in like a month or like two. And I was like, okay, well, good thing I didn't buy it and send it there.
0: Yeah, I've lived three places in the last year. So exactly. It's
1: <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, no, I mean, like I have, there's just things that like, I mean, we're getting older, right? I mean, thir- 30s are around the corner and life is getting busier. It's not going to stop. I don't know about you guys, but I don't have enough room in my brain to remember his favorite color, his favorite food. I mean, I know, like, certain things about him that are important, but I can't remember these minute, fine little details, right? I know his favorite candies. I know those types of things. But I'm sure down the road, there's going to be plenty of times where I'm going to be like, I don't even remember. Like, sometimes I literally will be like, is that his middle name? And I question myself because I can't even remember. I'm like am I right I'm right I think I'm right but I mean you guys do the notes oh my I'm I'm doing that after this podcast that's genius pro tip fresh from Corey
0: yeah I'm like a crazy OCD person
1: yeah well that's the way you should be doing it because then you don't end up in uh, situations like me oh my gosh I'll, I'll say this and Corey's probably gonna laugh The reason that I think this tip is so ingenious and I'm, I'm ranting and raving about this is because I can tell you guys, (laughs) and this is unfortunately a personal story that uh, when I was married, I told my uh, ex, I said, do you remember that time that we went to hurricane Harbor? Do you remember me you my sister and my parents i would no, i said my dad i said it was my dad and he goes elena that wasn't me you guys when i went to bed and realized that that was actually an ex of mine from freshman year wow <clears throat> wow so you know make a, make a list <laughs> things just yeah. start blending together <laughs>
0: That's always really awkward when that happens. You're like, I swear we did this. And they're like looking at you like, no, we didn't. And you're like, ah. <laughs> I swear. I remember it. <laughs> you're like, did I dream that?
1: Oh, it doesn't make it any better. Um, I mean, speaking of awkward things like in dating. So my boyfriend has kids. So and they're they're little. They're still young. And so whenever I refer to him, he's not. Like, I don't call him by his name because that's not what they do. They call him daddy still. So I'm like, come on, let's go. Like you, me and Daddy. So then I was looking at a picture, God help me. And um, my dad was in it. And then they were like, who's that? And I was like, oh, daddy. And they were like, um, that's not, that's not daddy. And I was like, oh, that's my dad. I was like, Ugh! I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So talk about awkward when you have to call your significant other daddy in front of your father. So that's fun. That's a really, it's a really fun time, you guys.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. I saw this thing the other day where this girl didn't save contacts to people she dated. Have you seen this? Because we used to do this. I know. Well, yeah,
1: we used to put people in the graveyard or we would play hangman. And it's like, the more times you mess up, the less letters are in your name.
0: (laughs) So... We would do, when we were dating a lot, you know, you, you often go on one date and then you're like, "Yeah, no. Um, So <laughs> you just didn't save people's phone numbers because you'd end up deleting everything anyways. Mm-hmm. And this girl posted that she she did that too. She didn't save people's numbers. She actually went on the date with the wrong guy because she didn't have his number saved and she thought it was the wrong person. And I was like, oh, my God, that definitely sounds like something we would have done. Oh,
1: 100%. Um, 100%. Because you're saving these numbers and you're like, you're hoping. I can't tell you how many times I'd be like, who is this? And they're like, really? You didn't save my number? Guys, don't take offense to it, okay? We all know that you've got more girls in that phone than anybody. So just because you put down, like, Brittany with a double Y because that, like, reminds you of her does not mean anything, like, We literally would go on dates and I'd be like, nope. And then if you message me down the road, you're going to come up as nothing but a number. And I'm probably going to say, who is this? Because I don't know who you are. But yeah, I did see that. That girl went on uh, the wrong. Well, I mean, she must have been texting this person and thought it was the right person until she went on the date. It was like, oh, it's Chad. I was
0: just like, oh, my God. I did it one time. Oh, this is so horrible. I'm sorry to admit this out loud, but I went on a date with a guy who I had been, like, talking to on and off for a while, but I never saved his number. And then by the time the date came up, I had no idea what his name was. I remember that. I was, like, I, like, scrolled all the way back through the messages, and he never said his name in the message because we had met on a dating app. And I was, like, crap. So I literally, like, went on a date, like, no idea what his name was. And then, like, we're on a date, and I'm like, oh, are you on Instagram? Like, let me see your Instagram. And then I'm like, oh, cool. His name's Brett. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Brett, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, 100%. I was not the type of person that was like, let me save you your name. Let me care about this. Like, and then what's even worse is <laughs> I don't even know why I'm going to expose myself. Speaking of notes, I have my bad decisions section. These are all my decisions of which I've possibly dated. We'll leave it at that in case my mother listens. (laughs) And these are all people where you have been with these people and you're like, huh, the amount of Chris's, the amount of Josh's, the amount of Justin's, you guys, I can't. Don't do it. It's a terrible idea that I started and I, I can't stop now, unfortunately but well i did ironically i'm dating a chris so imagine that i was
0: gonna say you want to talk about the irony in that I one know,
1: the, the irony i think he's honestly i want to say he's like the third chris i've ever gone out with like on a date you know and uh but i think it's crazy um that you know guys get so offended when they're like oh i don't know your name like dude i'm just gonna start pulling names out of this hat like well, I, I knew three Justin, so, I mean, I the odds are better if I go with that name. <laughs> just start calling mm-hmm. them random names. Um, they're
0: just like, you're so funny, hun, Yeah. Guy. Oh, I
1: know. I know. You just start saying, like, generic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Way to go, s- sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Been there. Corey and i used to do the uh, hangman we did the graveyard where if you were not worthy you just ended up with little graves as your name because we knew never to respond because you were just dead to us
0: <laughs> i did the middle finger oh for, that's another good
1: one mm-hmm. yeah
0: instead of the graveyard i just had middle fingers and i'm like well i'm not talking about that person
1: uh-huh yeah there you go that's the tips and tricks from uh Elena and corey coming at you hot feel free uh if anybody, yeah. you got girls who are just calling you for booty calls, make them all peaches. You got guys who are just hitting you up. They're the eggplant garden. And you know better than to respond.
0: <laughs> you wanna know uh, who started the middle finger thing? Who? Hot dog shirt guy. No That's when no I started doing it. <laughs> guy.
1: I mean to be fair, he he earned his he earned his middle finger emoji. He really did. He really, I mean, he took it away with that one. I think uh, we, we should uh, talk about the hot dog shirt guy uh, okay. next episode. For sure. We're gonna, That'll we're be our well, story. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave you on the cliffhanger, you guys. A man in a hot dog shirt. It'd be better if it was a hot dog suit. But, I mean, at this point, it might as well have been when you hear this story. Um, yeah. But you guys write in. Make sure you're telling us your stories. Follow us we are on all of the social media we are up we are running baby we are on twitter instagram we are on um, TikTok, which we're trying to blow up we're trying to get that to at least a thousand um so that we can start going live we can start doing like q a's with you guys um but we need more followers on all accounts send us Any of your horror stories, we can keep them anonymous. You don't even have to worry about that. Half the stories we've told you are probably our own, but we're keeping them anonymous. So, um, (laughs) you can follow us, find us, sidelines PD. I'm pretty sure that's on every single one of our platforms. And you'll see a picture of uh, me and uh, Corey over there. We are out there looking like little referees because we're ready to uh, blow the whistle on all the players. Is there anything else you want to wind it up with?
0: Wrap it up. I don't think so. Thank you so much for listening to our mindless rambling. And we'll see you next week to talk about hot dog shirt guy. Sounds good. We will catch you guys on the next one. Bye.